This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mopac Audio. One day, I got an alert on the account that $13,000 had been transferred out. How long, Gianna, did you stay in your marriage after? It took me three and a half years. And it took her about three and a half hours. It doesn't matter if you put us in a financial crisis, you just want to be able to say you made this decision. Open Group Therapy calls on a revolving cast of members each week to complement the work of renowned psychologist, Dr. Matthew Paradise. Each episode focuses on one person's experience. You'll hear that person interacting with peers in the group whose names they might not even know, but whose counsel and compassion are impactful nonetheless. You'll also hear that person speaking in private with Dr. Paradise. This is a time when Dr. Paradise can discuss the group experience as it relates to the individual. Dr. Paradise uses a mixture of direct questioning along with humor to both support and challenge the group. He provides an attentive ear, but will also call someone out. Dr. Paradise speaks openly and expects others to do the same. Only through this kind of open dialogue can real growth occur. In this week's episode, Amber, who was a new member of the group, this was her first time joining us, told us her story, which was a story of a real straightforward divorce. She came to the decision rather quickly, followed through quickly, and had a good outcome. And that was a sharp contrast with other members of the group. And so I think Amber was sort of a counter note to some of the stories we had heard earlier. So I use the term ex-husband because it's, it's almost final. Okay. So I met him when I was 19. I was home from college during break. And I don't even remember giving him my phone number, but somehow I did. Long story short, we met up and I was like, who is this fine man here? And <laughs> the rest is history. Okay. So, so you, you fell for him right away. Oh, yeah. Right. Like right away. Just physically was just. And then we sat and talked for four hours. Um, and you were 19 years old. 19 years old. We sat outside my mom's house. In fact, he kind of set the mood. He had the car playing with the music. We were talking about my goals and stuff. Then his car battery died. So he went back to his house, got his stepdad car to come back and get me to make sure I was safe. So I was like, oh, well, that's good. You know, after that, we decided it was just going to be a long distance relationship. I obviously was in school and we kind of knew like we just kind of knew. So you dated the whole time you were in college. Yeah. 
whole okay. time. Um, he bought me an apartment. So I lived off campus, and he bought um, you an apartment. Well, paid Rented. for it. Yeah, yeah, still, paid for wow. yeah, paid for the apartment and stuff. Okay. And uh, so that he, was great for my parents. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was like, he yeah. took good care of you. He took good mm -hmm. care. Yeah, good care. Uh, yeah, groceries and everything. Like Bill, he paid for everything while I was away. When did you guys get married? When I graduated. So okay. at 22, I got married. He's three years older than me, so he was 25. We moved here when I was 23, and then we had our daughter when I was 26. I then was going to grad school as well. He's an HVAC. He's a contractor, heating, ventilation, AC. Okay, sure. So he sat for his exam, and then the plan, like we always had this plan, or at least me, mm -hmm. unless my ownership is that <laughs> I had lived by these plans. So he opened up the business. I started working for another private school. And then I worked for like six months and it was too much. I had a mental breakdown. I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to help with the business. So that's what okay. we did. So you ran his HVAC Exactly. Business. I okay. was in the office. We had five service techs. I did the scheduling and all of so that. So you were doing well. Oh, yeah. We were. I mean, we, we had a great life. So. so what happened in the marriage? One day I got an alert on the account that $13,000 had been transferred out. They sent me because it was um, not normal activity. Yeah. So I was alarmed. Wow. And I'm like, what in the world? So I'm like, that doesn't make sense. So I called him and he said, yeah, I uh, switched it to another account. And I said, well, why would you do that? Because I thought it was something fraudulent. And he says, well, I told you I'm setting ourselves up. We were uh, buying a big home. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I'm setting ourselves up. This is what needs to be done. So I moved it to a different account that your name won't be on. But you knew something was fishy. Some, it, you know, looking back now, I've seen where some resentment he had. Okay. I start to, I was like, okay, that's why we had got into those tips. And I kept saying, what is wrong? What is wrong? I would say that all the time. I kept saying, it feels like you're against me. It feels like you're against me. You know, it feels like you're against me. And now looking back, I was like, oh, okay, it all makes sense. And um, thankfully, he's emotional. So he's mm -hmm. put everything on the table of, feeling like our marriage was always driven by me and what I want. And this is where our life is going to be. So you notice this money transferred. He has an explanation. Yeah. How does that lead to the marriage going down? So he says, that's the way it's going to be. And I wasn't going to have access to anything. And I said, well, that doesn't work for me at this marriage. And so, um, yeah, this, this doesn't work for me. I'm not a silent partner. I need to know what's coming in, what's going on. I need to yeah. know if the police come that I can protect you and say, no, he's yeah. not here. Whatever <laughs> yeah, he yeah, is, right, right. I need to know. Um, and he said, no. And so I said, okay, well, three days later, I'm sorry, he had left that night. He didn't come back. A fourth day, our nanny was there at the house. I went down to the courthouse and I filed for divorce. No, oh, wow. that quick. That was, that, was, that was it. And after it, I have paid for it because he's giving me every dagger. Uh, there is, but I had to learn, obviously. One, I struggle with being somewhere and it's not working. My first go-to, will that, okay, cool, I can accept meaning in it, accept what it is and let me move on. Sure. And I had to understand on the other end, though, there's hurt, there's pain, there's people who are upset, my family's upset. Yeah, you, have you, to be you so did rash. it. You did it you pretty have, quick. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. when I say I walked away from everything, I walked away from a home in the woodlands. I walked away from my car. Yes. Um, I'm in a Hyundai now. I had an affinity. I let everything go. I'm serious. I let man, every, that's a drop. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I let every. I mean, the Hyundai rolls good, you know. Yeah. But <laughs> I let everything go. And when you let everything go, 
you can really connect with you and find meaning in you. And, and even those things are, are great, it's still knowing that I'm great without it. And I say that to say this, in dating, um, the guys that I meet are great. And you know, they're physicians and they're attorneys and me rolling up in my Hyundai never really changed that about me. It's just being a good person, being a cool person, having a loving heart, having compassion. Those things are the things that we can't, you know, we can't change and, and tweet. They are authentic to who we are. So getting in touch with that part and not the what's on paper, because yeah, I can say, well, I'm a, you know, obviously I'm a third year PhD student, so obviously I'm struggling, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But on top of divorce and a five-year-old child, I have to think about the other elements of me that make me who I am. And so I don't let those other parts, that sheet of paper or even those degrees and those things, they really don't, you know, define who we are as a person. And that's but why your, your security seems to transcend all of that, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that came from stepping out of a situation that wasn't working for you. Right. That that was, right. A, that was an act of security and self-confidence to say, this isn't right for me. I'm going to do something else. That that's security. No, it's not about a car or right. what your job is or mm -hmm. how much money you have. The act of sticking up for yourself, saying yes. I deserve better. That's yeah. that's the security, right? Yeah, that and it, it was it was tough. I'm saying, and tough. that's why she's my she's, That's why, like, <laughs> it was tough. The this only thing, amazing. and by the grace of yeah. God, I said that. Our daughter still, you know, went went to private school and she still gets to go there. So I thought about those blessings, having my mom here, just having good support system, knowing that you're going to be okay. Like you say, you do. I thought, Lord, I don't know if I'm going to make it. You know, you, you really don't. But you do. You you make it and you come out stronger than, than the ever. The support is huge. And when, for for me, <laughs> I'll only speak for me, I, I don't feel like, I have that support to be able to just say, you know what, fuck it. This is what it is. Sorry. This is what it is. But that's how I feel. Like, you know, I'm I've been the one supporting me and everyone else. So with that, why why am I what am I afraid of truly? If this man has done all of these terrible things, why do I stay? Why do I even put forth any energy? towards this foolishness. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Money comes up in, boy, it seems like nearly every divorce because the division of money is part of the legal part of divorce. But what was interesting in Amber's case is it was the straw that broke the camel's back. And it's usually what money represents in a relationship that's more interesting to a therapist. And for her, it was about power. And that when her husband took control of a large part of their money and put it in a separate account, that represented a power move, limiting her power, limiting her control in the relationship. And I think that's what set her off. I suspect that it was part of a broader pattern of his maybe asserting control in the relationship that made her feel uncomfortable. How did money come into play in your... Um. 
it's like coming from humble beginnings. Mm -hmm. Um, it was not a driving force for me as far as changing who I am. Okay. Um, but for my partner, it was, and, okay. and not to stereotype it's one of those things. Unfortunately, I think that kind of happens sometimes with men. Meaning that he, he, a lot of his self-worth was tied yeah, up in, exactly. in, and you guys were, it sounds like running a very successful yeah. business and doing well for yourselves, yeah. driving nice cars. Yeah. And then that, that took a big hit when you got divorced. Yeah. But that didn't slow you down. No, not at all. <laughs> right. I right. said, this is what we're doing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the, the Hyundai may be a little bit <laughs> slower than the slower, Infinity. Like it was better okay. on gas. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. So money didn't really, it was more on his side of the fence than yours yeah. in terms of factoring. Okay. Yeah. How have you been doing since the divorce in terms of money and stuff? Um, I mean, thank God for family. They've helped out with legal fees, helped with my tuition. He still plays for our daughter's uh, private school. So okay, that's um, yeah. And he's still running the business. Yeah, he uh, well, he closed it and just opened up under a different name. Okay, right for the for, legal yeah, reasons. Okay. Yeah, of course. Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. And then, and you went on and did your stuff. Yeah. Okay. So I continued with school. I also own a business as well. I um, didn't want anything. Still don't. You know, wanted to just take care of our daughter. And then, okay. Um, normal. He has health insurance for our daughter. So you get child support from him. I don't. So we have one uh, last hair and that's what that's for. Okay. So that hasn't been resolved. That yet. hasn't been resolved. Okay. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. You know, Gianna's having a hard time um, understanding because she stayed. How long, how long, Gianna, <laughs> did you stay in your marriage after? Yeah. Three and a half years separated, hoping it was going to work out. And then he mm -hmm. made me angry. Mm -hmm. And then I did what you did. I called the attorney and said, file for divorce today. Wow. <laughs> but it took me three and a half years. And he did whatever he wanted. And uh, he would either take the kids or he'd be on to another venture. And I'd be stuck with the kids. And I really didn't care because I loved my kids more than anything in the whole wide world. But yeah, it took me three and a half years. And it took or about three and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was. But, you know, I I think um, I'm a slow learner, you know, and, I and I, I, yeah, I, I think worry. just honestly, I, I really my family gave me great feedback because that's the first thing I asked my mm -hmm. mom, my parents and mutual friends. Did I do anything wrong in this? Man? I want feedback like I want to yeah, make yeah. things better for my life. I pretty much still deal. I'm not going back into the marriage, but. But so there was some building yeah. tension even before that. Like you said, yeah. you felt like he was against you and there was some yeah. struggle. And that was, the, I guess, the straw that broke that the That was the camels. straw. And it, okay. it amounts to ego. I mean, mm -hmm. and, and, and unfortunately, the hardest part I've had to do is try to explain people why I'm getting divorced because we're used to it's infidelity or beat. I didn't have any of that. Mm -hmm. So when I try to explain it to people, it's like crickets, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, yeah, that's me. Yeah, and, it's and, like, how, and I'm like, yeah. ego covers so many things and it's control. It's making decisions like that where I decided I already know where this is going to go and it's just not going to work for my daughter and I. So I'm going to gracefully walk away from that. And I'm, I'm so okay. It's just, I had to get over the point of trying to convince other people that it's okay to, yeah. you know, to so, walk away. Uh, Since you brought it up, <laughs> I now wish I had filed three and a half hours after he left, <laughs> looking back. Because hindsight is 2020. Okay. So, so in some ways you can validate her intuition there. Yes. Yeah, I, I knew once he left, we'd never get back together again, but there was that hanging on to hope. 
Um, and But now looking back, I wish I had filed right away because things would have ended up a whole lot better for me. Coco, were you going to well, say something? Yeah, so I was kind of what I was hearing was he kept saying, you know, it was all your plan, but it sounded like it was a pretty good plan. It's just he didn't like the plan, but he, did he ever voice that he didn't like the plan? You know, and that I was all, well, you have a better one, and you didn't, and it just came to ego. It, and I, I remember saying, it doesn't matter if you put us in a financial crisis, you just want to be able to say you made this decision. Yeah. And it was like almost talking to a brick wall that I was like, oh, two cents. Like, that's just not going to work. Talking to your family, friends, explaining, because it often is hard to help them understand why you're getting divorced, right? Like they don't get, especially in the absence of, everybody assumes infidelity, right? Right. Mm -hmm. But in the absence of that, um, a lot of divorces happen in the absence of infidelity. And the family's like, why? Why would you do that? So it it seemed like the group challenged you a little bit on how quickly yeah. you decided to file. It was, it, what did what did you think of it that? It was it's familiarity because that's was the pushback from family and friends. Same thing. Yeah, same thing. We were, I mean, Corey and I myself. We were Michelle and and Barack. We were the glue that <laughs> held everyone together. That yep. people looked so. I mean, they took it hard as if y'all can't make it. We can't possibly make. So it. So you're really holding up the mantle. Yeah. For, okay. Yeah, we were. I mean, we really. Uh, we we tied everyone together. Couples trips and family gatherings on both sides. My side and his. We combined them together. So there's a lot of people disappointed. A when lot. You... A lot. Yeah. A lot. I wonder if that's why you filed so quickly, because you knew there was going to be, as soon as the cat was out of the bag, a bunch of people were going to say, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. And you almost did it before they could even say no. Yeah. And when I look back, I even after I did it, I knew if I called my dad, if I called my mom, of course they support me, but they're going to say, you guys can talk it out, work it out, something. And... Um, I just knew I had to go make the decision and then tell them. And so that's that's how we and I'm saying we because they talked to him. As so, well. so that's really interesting. So really, the speed was really dictated by the resistance you were going to get. Mm-hmm. You knew you were going to get a bunch of pushback. Mm-hmm. And so you said, I got to do this quick, get it done before everybody comes out of the woodwork and says, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Did your ex challenge it very much? Did he push back? Um, yeah. <laughs> when I told him that I had filed, I don't think he believed me, obviously, because I guess it was, was I can't say, I guess it was very quick. Surprise. Yeah. So uh, when I gave him the service papers and stuff, it was, you really did. Like, you really did. So it definitely took him back. Where's he at with it now? Selfishly, I find peace, and I say this very openly, he's very regretful and resentful towards me and okay. I get it and I had to yeah. learn that too my dad says look the man lost his family so you're gonna have to expect that he's gonna be upset I did it to yeah. your mom's nothing right but it's an emotion so I'm able to empathize for sure but I find peace in knowing that he's probably not as happy and I am because okay. um I that lost was, everything and right. still happy and okay. yeah and that you're feeling better after this yeah. he's maybe not feeling as good but at least you're feeling better is vindicating for you it is yes okay Angry exes is, uh, we talk about it every time we do the group. So it'll be worth paying attention to. And there may be ways over time to have a, a, at least a cordial relationship. Yeah. You don't have to be friendly, but it helps to be cordial. 
you're really helpful to some of the people who are on the, again, the, your alter egos, yeah. the people that are having trouble finding that they're really inspired by your ability to make it happen no matter <laughs> what, <so>. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't I, feel it, good either way, but yeah. Yeah, and, I, and so. I'm, I'm sure it's not as easy as they're probably all admiring you, but it's also what you did was there's a lot of effort involved in that, and it's not the easy way. No, it's, it's not. It's right. not, for sure. Okay. I'm so glad you came. Thank you. Thank you. When somebody comes to group with a real concise, clean story, it's not so much that we're skeptical of them, but there's probably a motivation in coming to group to say that. And it may be that they're selling that story to themselves, right? <laughs> that they need to say this truth in front of a larger group in order to make it true. And under the surface, it suggests maybe a tentativeness of that story, that even though she came off as really strong and confident and knowing that she did was exactly the right thing, I suspect that the very reason she was in group is that she wanted to convince herself of that. That's not a negative thing. I think that's actually a good thing to do in group is to remind yourself of why you did what you did. At the same time, it does suggest that there's some part of her that wants to reinforce that and maybe get the support of the group in reinforcing that story because it was pretty dramatic. It was hours that she made the decision. It wasn't days or months or weeks. It was hours that it took her to make the decision. And there may be some part of her that's second guessing that now, even as she's done well afterwards, she's still a little tentative in her own mind. Did I do the right thing? Thank you for listening to Decoupling, Group Therapy with Dr. Paradise. If you enjoyed the episode, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe. Also, Dr. Paradise would love to hear your questions or comments. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at DecouplingPod or on Facebook on the Decoupling Podcast page. Decoupling Group Therapy with Dr. Paradise is a Mopac audio production. Producers are Chris Moss, Shannon McGarvey, and Jonathan Beal. Editing and music composition by Blake Maples. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.